Hello and welcome to the Points of Brew podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Points of Brew podcast with me, Stephen Carter. And this week I'm joined by two guests for the second time on the uh, the, the run of the podcast. I'm joined by Marcus and Jesus from Pig Love Brewing. How are you doing, guys? You okay? Hello, mate. Are you all right? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm very good. I'm very good. It's it's great to have you have you both on. Um, it's good to yeah. have have three people on the podcast as opposed to just the two. And obviously, both uh, sort of co-owners and runners of of Pig Love. It's it's great to have you both on. And you're uh, you're both in the breweries we speak. I believe is that right? Yes, we are here, mate. Well, firstly, thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure for us, mate. No, no, um, it's very nice to have you on. Which is um. It's it's nice to to have you on as a a local brewery, obviously in Leeds, which I've um, I have uh, nipped over to to see you beforehand for obviously the um, the beers that you kindly sent for the giveaway, and obviously you sent some some recently as well, which one of them I'm um, I'm drinking now. Um, so the um, the Fantasticum Universe, the sour. Ah, right. um, so yeah, so I've just um, I've just tucked into that uh, before we started. So I'm. Uh, I'm going to make my way through that as we uh, as we go through the podcast. So, uh, but given it's a nice day outside, it seems a a good day to be drinking a sour for sure. Exactly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so how's uh, how's things going at the brewery? Because obviously, last time that I uh, I came to see you was way back at the at the start of this year before this all this madness kind of happened really, and you were in the process of kind of getting your your site set up. So, uh, I believe you've been busy getting sort of the tap room all up and running, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah so well, big disaster right now. Um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> because we we put in the the, the tap room together. Uh, so, if you remember the last time you came, well, times ten. The, mm. how, how the disaster is. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, oh, yeah. we are brewing at the same time. So, but yeah, but all, all positive, all good. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good then. So, have you have you got brewing kit on on site now then, or? No, no, not just yet. We're actually planning that now, trying to get mm. everything together. So hopefully by, we say, early next year, we'll be mm. set up that process. So the thing that we have been doing this year, basically, is just to, well, get uh, our name out, basically, just for the people to know our beer. Uh, we mm. work on the sour. So we yeah. released the sour a couple of uh, months ago, and the reception has been very good. So, uh, well, BC, again, as you said, uh, setting up the, the tap room. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is that we are doing everything ourselves, so it's uh, we are learning joinery and and everything, and has been quite <laughs> crazy. And uh, and also, well, as I just mentioned, we are brewing now. We are um, we already start our second series mm. that hopefully we come up. I would say middle of August, and I would say end of end of August, early September. So uh, will be a new series. But uh, four beers, uh, so we are running all the trials now. So yeah, I think I'll be really um, busy. Couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, which is 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 difficult, I suppose, at the best of times to to get it all in. But certainly for you guys, with you um, cuckoo brewing as well, obviously that's you have to kind of fit in amongst their, you know, the brewery, the other breweries' schedule Thanks. as well in terms of where you're brewing as well, don't you? Exactly. Yeah this, is, yeah, this is one of the well, one of one of the big ones for 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 pig love brewing. Uh, but all in all, it's a it's, it's a good thing as we we normally um, we, we adapt to other people's production. But at the same time, 
it's a good time for for see other people what they're doing how we how can we um, manage to get our production with their production and mm. share knowledge and, and and the most important thing is that well for us it's beautiful to work that way as we can yeah. see other people uh, brewing as well we discuss we get ideas together and that that, that works a lot i think mm. that more more brewers should do the same even for for for, for the fun of it because it does work actually for us is a uh, uh, we thought it's going to be more complicated, but to be fair, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And I think that's the beauty of sort of collaborations. And like you say, so cuckoo brewing that's is it. when you get into, get your heads together and meeting new people and sort of trading ideas and sort of gaining more experience at the end of it, aren't you? You know, you're trading yeah. sort of knowledge and that's only going to benefit you and other brewers as well, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the craft brewing world is... Uh, is it's, it's about that. Uh, we, me and Marcos, we learned that from the beginning. Uh, we learned that everyone helped each other a lot like, mm. uh, with, with um, big industries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly yeah, from... Yeah. As opposite as, as big industries, as they, they try to kill each other. Here, it's a little bit more uh, free and people are trying to help each other and that's beautiful. Yeah, but that's it. And certainly from my experience of the sort of the the industry as well is that people generally speaking are quite friendly and welcoming like you say in other sort of communities or countries they they kind of keep themselves themselves and a bit secretive whereas over here people tend to have a bit more openness about them and be more welcoming of sharing ideas and sharing techniques and recipes and things like that so it is it is good because at the end of the day it's only going to make everyone's beer better and the the industry better as a whole isn't it Exactly, yeah, okay. and the people the people we enjoy uh, new recipes and better beers. So at the end of the day, it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So with that in mind, then guys, th- that kind of leads almost nicely into one of the first things that I was gonna gonna mention because obviously you guys are both um, both met by chance. I'm right in saying from the sort of the the fly that you sent with the beers. So where where did it all start for you guys? And in terms of a, the the chance meeting, but be wanting to to start a brewery then. Yeah, well, the... I leave that story to Marcus. Marcus is a, is a good storyteller about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, basically that was I would say nearly four years ago. So um, mm. I live in, well, I moved to the UK ten years ago, mm-hmm. but I, I live in London three years. So I finished uh, finished university and I found a job in Leeds. I moved straight away. So, mm-hmm. and after that, I, I met another Venezuelan friend here. So, a mm-hmm. friend of a friend that was living here in Leeds. Yes. And um, we meet up. And after, I think, three or four weeks, uh, Jesus' um, ex-partner was walking mm-hmm. on the street. And basically, the guy just, he heard just talking in Spanish. And the guy said, well, actually, mm-hmm. it just sounds Venezuelan. <laughs> and, um, and they met so I think after, I would say, a couple of days, we have a dinner together and I met Jesus. Mm-hmm. So at that point, he was a, he was, he's a cheesemaker by trade. And mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about that. And at that point, I started drinking ales, real ales, when I moved to Leeds. So I started like, fell in love with all the beers. And I knew that he had experience with cheese. Well, it's not, it's not the same, but the process is a bit similar. <laughs> yeah, and, what, he meant, what he meant to say is that I have... A lot, a lot of the equipment available. <laughs> <It's> made, <laughs> exactly. Make cheese, which to we, make we can use it to make beer. 
<laughs> exactly. So one night we were having a drink, and I said to him, uh, because I, I, I bought a book, of uh, a homebrew book, yeah. um, and I started reading it, and I mentioned to him, hey, have you ever, ever thought, like, we can make some beer? And uh, he was like, yeah, let's go to try that. And I think after, like, three days, we, we brewed it for the first time in my flat in Little <laughs> Center. <laughs> hey, that was a disaster. Oh, my <laughs> All the breakers went down, um, no electricity in the flat. We burned oh. everything. <laughs> Racing. I remember that actually. We were all excited and we put the beer inside of a plastic fermenter. And after a week, we said, ah, right, let's go to try the beer. And literally, we just threw away every single drop. It was mm. so bad. So <laughs> that was our first um, trial. And, and after that, we just. Little by little, with Jesus, with Jesus' help, uh, finding the equipment, adjusting the equipment, we start just doing trials and trials and trials. And uh, how, how many trials we did, Jesus, with the IPM? Uh, we did uh, like 30. Around 32, 32 trials of uh, 30 wow. trials that we got uh, out. So, uh, yeah, the IPA 32 times. Because we were mm. trying the chuchuwasi to try to, to try to get that right balance, so we we were we fall we fall in love with the chuchuwasi, and uh, and we said that like, we need to keep going, keep pushing to just to get the right balance on the beer. Mm. And um, after 32 times, we thought, all right, this is this is it, this is a is is a, is a good to go. But funny enough, for the stout, we did just two trials. Wow. The first try was amazing, and the second one even better. And that we say, like, well, that's it. That's the recipe. Yeah. But, so yeah. You, you got quite lucky with the stout then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just, three, three years of trialing. Mm. But that's, I think that's kind of one of the, the hidden sort of skills and also things that people don't realize is you need a lot of patience and a lot of persistence with brewing, don't you? Because you're not going to land on a recipe or a beer essentially or necessarily straight away you're gonna to have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it until yeah. you find a recipe that you're happy with which as as you, you guys are a point in case can take many many times until you get to that point yeah well, normally we we our trial sessions are long uh, mm. for every, every beer we do and um, I, I trust a lot in marco's uh, marco's taste Mm. So normally I, I make a beer or Marcus make a beer and then we discuss it and then we, we're never happy. We never, <laughs> never, we're never happy with what, what we produce in the beginning and then we start, you know, adjusting, adjusting, adjusting until we get there. Mm. Um, it takes time, obviously, but in the end, uh, we're not rushing with time. We are rushing with quality, uh, mm -hmm. quality raw materials, um, flavors that we really like, and then pushing, 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 pushing until the end. And yeah. I think this is this is this is how we work, and I I, I hope and actually it, this is our reality. We will keep that that way until the end. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the future we might do another another product or whatever. But at the moment, making beer for us is like this. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a process that takes time and takes. Uh, it's a lot of fun as well, but it yeah. takes time, and you know, start all over again. Cleaning. Sometimes it's a uh, yeah. Sometimes it's uh, it's difficult, but. But we, we all the time push for that. 
Yeah, and I think you said that the key word in there is is fun as much as anything. You know, as long as you're enjoying it and you're having fun at the same time, then it's quite a lot of work. But if you're enjoying it, then it doesn't feel like it is a lot of work, does it? I suppose in in many ways. Yeah, of course, and it also is the satisfaction of of on on basically see the finished product, and mm. you open the can and and you see like right, perfect. This that's the beer that I want. Um, you got that. Uh, like basically that satisfaction of seeing that finished product and the people enjoying it. Mm. Hey, Marcus, yeah, 100%. Uh, do you remember what we said when we started brewing? I just remember that now. Uh, that our goal was not to go to the supermarket or the shops to buy more beer. We produce our own. Now we go, yeah, to, exactly. the shop. We go to the shops more because we want to try a lot more beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, that, was, that was our goal in the beginning. So, no, mm. like, Come on, we, we, we don't need to go to supermarkets or go to the shop to buy beer. To be our shop, we can produce our own. And then... Mm. <laughs> and now it's just turned into research. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's beautiful, to, it's beautiful to go to the shops and buy fine new stuff. Yeah. There's, and that's the thing. There's, there's so much new stuff out there that things are constantly changing that I suppose in many ways you almost need to try other things to see what other things that you could potentially be doing as well. Because, I mean, you guys are quite unique in, in what you are doing which again is another thing that I had one of the questions is, is what I had for, for you guys obviously you've got the the Chuchuasi um, and things like that and obviously you've got the Grasshopper Salts in, in this this one this Fantastic Universe was was that always a, a thing that you wanted to do from the get go is you wanted to offer something a little bit different and work with sort of rare or more yeah, you know, different us. ingredients Correct. That for us is kind of our our slogan is that, is that we want to uh, be brave mm. and, and unique and eccentric with the beers that we do. Um, there is a lot of the thing is that the, the beauty is the British craft beer industry is uh, is is got a long history. is is amazing. Is I would say the best in the world. And mm. uh, you got that tradition, you know. And and, and we thought. And we, 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 we fall in love with that. We, we, we love the, the, the craft beer in the UK. But also we notice <clears throat> that because we are from Latin America, there are a lot of ingredients that we use for either cooking or we use for uh, moonshine or we use for medical purposes. Mm. So we thought at, at the very beginning, we said, like, right, what about if we can mix those ingredients that we are familiar with mm. since we were kids. Uh, what about to mix it with the great uh, craft beer? Yeah. Uh, with the UK tradition. So that's for us is one of the main things to keep that, um, to be unique, to be, to bring those flavors that for us, they are, can, they are, they can be quite common, but they are not here. So yeah. That's one of the things as well is, is, a, is a, a, we all the time we are planning ahead and it's try to, to get, um, how do you say that, that all the time keep searching for new ingredients all around Latin America, the Latin American rainforests. There mm. are too many. It's, it's endless, the, the, yeah. the possibilities. So um, that's, the, that's our, our main goal is that, to, keep, to keep it differently. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's 
it, it's certainly off something different, but I think the other thing is that people are quite welcoming of different ingredients being used as well. It's people are quite accepting that a beer might have something that they've never heard of before. Um, you know, whereas people you might think, look at it and think, oh, I'm not trying that because it's got this in. But people are generally speaking looking for that difference or that, like you say, that bold flavor or new flavor and just to try something a little bit different that otherwise they might not have tried before. Correct. Correct. So. And and the thing that we notice as well is is like um, like like everything you know there are some people like uh, they when they try the beer they really like it they mm. they, they can feel and they, they differentiate the flavors in the beer mm-hmm. and they like it as well we got people that say well actually mate this is not for me yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it, it, which is fair enough the thing is that all the time um, we take that constructive feedback and say well ah, guys. Why do you th- why do you think that we can we can adjust in the recipe or or we actually try to because at the moment if you notice our beers the first one they are quite strong six point five nine percent the sour is five point six so mm. um, that's the thing that we were thinking now to for the new series the beers are they are quite different they are bit, uh, we got um, some of them they are quite strong because we yeah. like strong beers <laughs> and there are others that they are a bit I would say a bit session uh, beers, a bit the, the the alcohol is a bit lower. So to try to 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 give the chance to people to enjoy the beer, you know. Mm. So um, yeah, that's 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 our 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 goal. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that, like you said, that portfolio of different different beers of different strengths, different flavors, different experiences. Because I think a lot of breweries kind of the, the brew beers that are quite similar to their core range or are quite similar yeah. in terms of things that they've brewed before. So it's, it's nice obviously that you'll have those differences, obviously maybe a couple of shared ingredients, but then you've got a session beer and a sour and a stout and like they're different strengths and they've got different things in them. And obviously from your guys perspective, you're not going to have something that's necessarily been done before because you are looking for those, and working with those ingredients that are a bit harder to come by that people won't have necessarily thought to to put in them before. Yeah. So, so yeah, Mate, it's I mean, hard to get ingredients, believe yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially if you're having to brew uh, 32 times to kind of perfect the uh, the recipe as well. I imagine exactly. you kind of you go through a lot of ingredients quite quickly. Well, maybe we got we got suppliers in the US. We got suppliers in in back in Latin America. We are trying to open up a bit, so. But, but it's good. It's good. It, mm. Actually, people say when when we order the the, the ingredients, uh, like, are you are you setting up a business? Are you the, a, a potential distributor? And we say like, no, man, we are brewing beers. <laughs> and the guys, <laughs> I brewing beers with that. So, yeah. yeah, ah, good good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna say you're probably the first people to have done it. I imagine so. Certainly in this country, anyway. Yeah, with the Chushuasi, uh, basically. Well, the thing is that we, if if you Google. Uh, Chushuasi beer. I think we are kind of. I think we are the only ones. Mm. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to have that that sort of uniqueness and difference to it. But yeah, I mean this this sour. I mean everything that you've said on the can. So obviously you're getting the smoke hint of the of the grass salts and the woody aftertaste of the Chushuasi. Everything that you've put on the can there is literally a hundred percent coming through. You know, you get the that sort of sourness at the front and that. That's fruity, 
fruitiness at the front and then at the back end you get that dryness and that smokiness and that woodiness it's it's great it's it's such a blend of different flavors and sort of contrasting flavors as well as much as anything because like smokiness and things like that that you you'd, you'd think you'd more get from a stout than a sour so it's yeah. kind of i mean i'm not a, usually generally speaking i'm not in a massive fan of smokiness which is why i'm not a huge fan of stouts but that i can it's quite subtle it's not it's not overpowering or overbearing so that i don't actually mind that that's good that's good to hear man yeah with mm. with um with the sour that was uh, actually uh, jesus that came with the, with the idea of the grasshoppers. Yeah, grasshoppers. Yeah, grasshopper salt. It's an ingredient that actually, you know, all the sours they, they use salt. Uh, mm. And we thought about like, well, why not? Like grasshopper salt uh, and the grasshoppers as, as they are, the chapulines used for thousands of years in Mexican cultures uh, as um, uh, so one of the, the most important nutritional uh, part of the, of the diet. And we said, well, why not? Let's try and see. Let's see how what comes out from it. And it actually, came out pretty good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, you'd, like I was just saying there, you definitely get sort of a. You can definitely taste the salt in there from the from the dryness. So you definitely get that that hit from it. So it's interesting that you know you, you still manage to get it. So and so and you've again, it just seems odd in in obviously in in our sort of culture in, in England really that you'd, you'd put grasshoppers in a beer but it, it clearly works so you know if it's something yeah. that you've tried and tested from from your guys perspective yeah, then then it, chuck it yeah, in yeah the acidity and the, the saltiness it does have match perfectly with what, what we were doing same as uh, Marco suggesting and Luis which he's not here at the moment uh, the tamarind as it is tamarind for us is a um, is a uh, um, uh, our our breakfast juice for example Mm. Uh, it's something that we use pretty much every day. It's a, it's a juice. It's something that you you know you you claim you go to the trees and get your own you know tamarinds and you eat it. And that that was a, 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 another idea that came out pretty good as well. That's how Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a, an education for people for for drinking these sort of things. You know, for people certainly def- like be googling the ingredients and seeing. You know what what they what they are what they do and why they use and that sort of thing. So I think it'll um, expand a lot of people's knowledge certainly from uh, from drinking it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. And, and if it betters the beer and obviously it kind of taps into your heritage and obviously your your culture as well. It's it's great to to have that in the beer and and brought to to the forefront of people's sort of awareness as well. Really. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And also the British uh, craft. Craft beer movement it helps a lot because it mm. gives you that, that space to play with, which uh, I'm quite sure in other countries and other cultures would be quite difficult to, to play with. Uh, mm. And here, people are super receptive with uh, with new new ideas, which is the the, the main thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and again, it kind of goes back to that openness of people being willing to to accept new ideas and something different, which is, it's good to have that. Cause like you say, you can push, push boundaries and use things that people might be a bit otherwise in different worlds or different countries almost be sort of less receptive to. So it's good to, to have that openness for sure. So yeah, cool. Right. So we'll, I think we'll take a short break there then. Um, we'll, we'll leave this section there. We'll come back with a couple of other questions and look more into into to you guys and obviously the, the things that you've got going on and where, where you want it to go as well. And then we'll, we'll come back and uh, we'll look into those. 
Right, so welcome back everyone. Welcome back from a short break. So we'll we'll jump back into a couple of other bits and pieces that I uh, I've lined up for you guys then. So obviously as we as we suggested earlier or mentioned earlier, you are your your cuckoo brewing at the moment. Obviously you're, you're trialing the, um, the the new series at the moment. So how often are you brewing then? Are you, are you brewing managed to brew quite quite consistently, quite frequently then, or is there a bit of a gap between each each brew day at the moment? Yeah, well. Well, basically, the thing that we are doing now is, is uh, again, we, because we are doing the, the Google Brewing with Quirky mm. Ales, uh, really nice guys are helping us a lot. We love to work with them. Uh, basically, we are, at the moment, we are doing, trying to do every three right. weeks. So between three to four weeks, we are brewing a full mm-hmm. batch um, and to get to that rhythm. The idea is uh, potentially reduce that down and brew every mm-hmm. two weeks. So we constantly, we have a, a yeah. stock, basically. So the thing that we want to do is um, by when we open the tap room, we will need to have more stock. So when we get to the point that we are going to brew in every two weeks and hopefully by next year, when we have the, our own brewing equipment, that will make it a bit more, Easier yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and roughly that roughly then what, what sort of date or when are you looking at having the tap room up and running then? So Well, we're thinking if everything goes well, I will say middle of mm-hmm. September is a good day for us. So uh, to get everything ready and also to to implement all the, the, the safety uh, health and safety mm. measurements that we need to have yeah. in place with all this uh, uh, COVID situation. So we're looking middle of September is a mm. good date. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it'll be tricky for, for you guys for, for brewing. And obviously if you're over at, over at Quirky as well, obviously it makes it a little bit more tricky for sort of social distancing and keeping each other safe, doesn't it? For With all the, all this going on, then obviously for your, for your tap room as well, that, that's another thing that you've got to sort out and make sure you've got everything in place, haven't you? Correct, correct. That's the thing that we are mm. planning now. And, and are you going to have like try and have sort of like a, a obviously your own, your own beers on as well, but you're going to try and have a few sort of like guest lines in the tap room as well then? Is it kind of obviously you're going to try and collaborate with a few other breweries to get some other beers in as well? Or yeah, Of course, yes, that's the plan. We're planning to get some, some, some it's, it's surprise yet because we have a few people in the, in the list at the moment that we would like to invite to, to, to get a and 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 so so when um, obviously you you're quite keen on or big fans of UK craft beer and in particular beers from from Yorkshire as well. So in terms of your go-to brewers, if you are drinking, then what's what sort of what brewers are you fans of, and what sort of styles are you both fans of? Then. All right, <laughs> I am I am a IPA. I love IPA mm. too much. I will say, so um, I got I try to I always try to 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 try new beers every time. Um, I got a couple of breweries. Well, Verdon for me mm. has been since I don't know 2016, 17. The first the first time that I tried them, I love the the beer that they produce. Uh, huge respect for mm-hmm. them. Um, also, uh, I like 
there is a brewery. It's called Dry and Bitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know the guys. So I really love the IPAs. Mm. The beer, are amazing. So every time when when well that that when they come over for the beer festival in Leeds, mm. I cannot put up at basically put a seat <laughs> next to them. <laughs> and just stay there. Just talking to the guys and trying all the beers. So for me, those two breweries, um, I just love them too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything that is um, open fermentation, uh, you know, white yeast, mm. everything you can play with and see how, how it comes out for me. It's fantastic. Uh, same yeah, as Mark, yeah. uh, pretty much, even, even though San Salvador is a big fan of Verdun, uh, 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 um, um, all the efforts of the, uh, you know, Northern Monks and all the small growers that are growing at the moment, uh, same for, for, I think, for, for most, of the, most of the people that come okay. to the UK, they are very surprised with humble uh, beers. Here mm. and here is a common thing about for, for people that come from all countries. It's, um, it's, it's a surprise. Uh, and it's always a pleasant surprise for me that I see people like Christie Eggs, for example, that they have their own little kit and they you know, make an effort all the time to make new beers. And everything is you know, like you. And that, that, that is beautiful. That is something that rarely you can see in other, other countries and other places and here it's just a cool thing yeah yeah and, and i think there's there's quite a, a strong appreciation and and love for the uk craft scene and and you know the tradition of uk brewing as well certainly from when, when what i've experienced when i've been at festivals or from listening to other podcasts you know brewers from the us for example they they love sort of traditional cask and and hand pull beers and things like that. So they you know because that's not something that they necessarily have quite a lot over there. So it's it's something that they usually go bonkers for when they come over. But again, it's that that heritage that's associated with England and the UK that some other countries Correct. countries don't have, do they? Exactly, exactly. Well, I never, see, I, I, I never before. I never saw. Never, I don't know, I don't know you, Marcus, but I never saw any other country with with, with, with beer culture as, as here. Yeah, we're uh, strong drinkers in this country, which I don't know if that's a, a bad sign or a good sign. I'm not entirely sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, I've been in other countries that people drink more than here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Every, every country has its sort of uh, its different drink of favour, doesn't it? But it definitely seems to be beer in this country for sure. But it's 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 the UK that obviously correct start started the IPA, isn't it? You know. Yeah, on the on, on the IPA, how to preserve the beer, how how the IPA came out. It's that that's a beautiful beautiful thing. And actually, the best part of it is who who was the person who brought that up again? Because uh, you know, I, I was one of these people that didn't know how how IPA was born. Exactly. How how did that happen? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, some of my friends telling the story of a German guy putting the, you know, all the steps for a brewery, and it was a clock, got a clock, or you know, all the lines were clocked because of um, dry additions. So mm. one guy was on the other side, like, "Do all the British people with dry additions?" <laughs> 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 but actually, it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to do. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's it. Every country, obviously, a beer is is beer, but every country has its own different way of of doing things, doesn't it? You know, like you say, from sort of Germany to Austria to to France and and Belgium. You know, they've all got the different styles. You know, wheat beer and then farmhouse and sours and fruit beers. It's 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 crazy how how everything is de- defined as beer, but then how different each style of beer can be in terms of its ingredients its flavors and and process involved so it's but again that's exactly. that's sounds, kind of why we do what we do isn't it exactly yeah it sounds like an easy, easy, easy thing to say but just the water just the water makes mm. a completely different beer and each river around europe does have different minerals different things that people use it many, for many years and, and yeah yeah, yeah, and that's it. And even just a, a up and down this country a, a, on its own, there's there's different water profiles for different counties, and and you can kind of get it in each different brewery and different beer that you try from them. Because some, like up north around here, we have more sort of like harsh water and sort of hard water, whereas down south and and sort of like Cornwall way on, you get sort of softer water. So it's like you say, it just it does different things to beer, doesn't it? Exactly. Yes, I don't understand, for example, uh, well, big, big industries or big brewers that they put, uh, you know, membrane filters and all that, you know, just to change the, the and keep the water, you know, neutral, and then they put whatever they need in truck. And I really believe that what they did is damaging completely the, 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 the more, one of the most important parts of the, of the brewing process, which is the water, which is the 90% of the of the product uh, yeah it's a, it's a lesson to to learn for, for everybody whoever is making beer uh your water profile is your is your abc that's where you need to try yeah yeah for sure and obviously the the treatment of of that water to get it to to where you want it to be because like you said there it can it can change things dramatically so it's it's something that Again, people probably don't appreciate how much so the water dictates the the beer or the end, the, the finishing product. So, yeah. it's it's a, a massive massive part of it. So, um, obviously, you guys are brewing or looking into your your next series of of beers. Then, so the one thing I was going to say is that are there any styles that you haven't or you wanting to do or you haven't yet done that you wanting to do? Or but are they kind of the the beers that are coming in the next series then or is it just a case of you just thinking up of different ideas that you can you can include your ingredients in or is it all stuff that you've not done and, and you want to do in in the future well we, we are this we're doing a bit of both at the moment we are mm. <clears throat> this new series we are trying a completely newer styles we got uh, as i said we got four beers um com- they are kind of New for us, mm-hmm. um, I would say. Well, I can actually say that now we got we got a a, um, a sour beer again. Mm-hmm. Series, we got a we got a, a triple IPA. Wow, that is coming ten ten point seven percent. We got a, a Kolsch beer. Mm-hmm. We wanted to try that, and also we got a session ale. So. Uh, that is the four beers that are coming. Uh, again, they are they are a bit different from the previous series. Just just with the the sour, that we kind of we we fall in love with the sour, so we wanted to try a new one. 
and also uh, with the new ingredients. So we did uh, like big research uh, for new ingredients, uh, new grain bills. So we got three or four new ingredients that the the trials that we have been doing the last couple of months has been amazing. We are really happy with it with it with the choice, and um, and we are really we are really excited just to release those mm. beers. Yeah, so that's yeah. the plan now. So again, the the, the first series, um, like the fantastic series. So this series was basically uh, that an idea coming from our friend uh, Luis, that basically is the guy behind the scenes that helped us with all the marketing and design mm. and everything. So um, we come. It was the idea. We came all together. We put all the information. And Fantastico series is basically based on an acid trip. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, basically Jesus is really good uh, telling that story and how the acid trip works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the use of uh, the use of acids, as the as, as people know, um, uh, it's been discovered in oh, ma many jungles, uh, including ours. In, in South America. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the first name that they came with was Fantastican because of the yeah. effects, obviously. And obviously, after that, they call it uh, Hallucinogenics. But mm. be before of that, before of the Hallucinogenics name, uh, it was uh, the, the, the Fantastican. Uh, and um, how we developed that, that concept was um, um, a transformation, pretty much, which was happening to us as well. And the best way to compare that was pretty much with, with, with an acid trip uh, uh, and the transformation from a sloth to a pig and then to <laughs> a, a more uh, universal uh, uh, being, which is uh, that grasshopper. So yeah. everything is just pretty much uh, linked with, with, with the beer and what we're using. And one of the things was the, the, the chuchuwasi as it was. Uh, chuchuwasi was the main ingredient. And then for the next series, we have a main ingredient as well that, mm -hmm. that links everything together. So, yeah, um, so yeah uh, uh, basically, uh, we were exploring this new world of brewing as when you're experiencing uh, an acid trip because everything is new, everything is something that, that doesn't have any shape or whatever, but in the end, in the end, you can materialize that and, and put that all together. I, I suppose it's the the most logical and sensible explanation for it all, isn't it? When I mean, when you put it like that, it that it sort of makes sense. But beyond that, I mean, it, the link between, like you say, the pig, the sloth, and the grasshopper, you, you're thinking, where, where does that all come to? But when you put acid into the mix, I suppose it all it all makes a bit more sense. Doesn't <laughs> that it? makes so. sense. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a transformation. You know, it's a transformation that um, that that acid trip or those beers materialized you know when they materialized so yeah, yeah. it's a it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that uh, um that from every design uh, and everything that we put in uh, get all, all all the things together in the end but but maybe that's that's that makes sense for us but the main thing from pig love is that it does need to make sense for us to put it out <laughs> otherwise it will be impossible it will be impossible. yeah 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 and, and it's good that that sort of that story almost 
feeds back into the the story of the ingredients as well you know it's it's that it all kind of blends into one and that story of the the theme for the beers then goes back to your heritage as do the ingredients so it's nice yeah. that it all it all ties up together and it's nice i always say that it's nice that a brewery has a story either behind how it came to be or a story behind its beers because again that adds something else beyond it's just an ipa because we wanted to make an ipa or we, exactly. we made a beer because we wanted yeah. to make a beer sort of thing it actually that it pulls yeah, from it. your guys shared heritage that that's great if you ask mm-hmm. me yeah, the, the idea of the Chuchuwasi came pretty much, actually, that, that's a funny story, if you, if you want to hear that, because yeah. I remember when I was a kid, my uncles, they used to make their own, um, it's just, well, they, they were moonshine, they, moonshiners, yeah, they, they used to mm. make their own, their own sorts of tequila, it comes actually from, from the same plant, but obviously okay. the first time that you distill that is about 76% alcohol. Mm. And uh, they have to distill it again and do, do, do the process a few times until they get onto the right balance, which was about 56%. Yeah. And they used to put the chuchuwasi in to soften up the alcohol. Mm. Uh, and I remember when I was a kid, the guys putting the chuchuwasi in and what the chuchuwasi was. And uh, it was quite common in the, uh, uh, in the family, in the, the city that I grew up as well. And then I said, Marcos was asking me one, one night, Jesus, how can we soften up the alcohol in a way that people cannot notice that it's a 6.5, that it's a 9.2, that it's a whatever alcohol? And mm. I said, well, why not? Let's try Chuchuwasi. And then from there, we start work, working about it uh, and work, work the, the way out, how to masquerade that. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's good. So, so obviously you've just said there then your, your triple IPA that you've got coming up then. So are you, yeah. are, you, are, you, are you trying to soften the blow of the alcohol in that or are you wanting it to definitely be a case of that people know how strong it is then? Well, yeah, we, want the, to for, we want to create mystery on everything pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for, for this series, for this series, basically, the thing that we are doing is, well, as, as, I, as, as we explained, we, we already identified the, the, the ingredients. This ingredient actually, it does help to masquerade the alcohol because it's a bit, it's a bit sweet mm, in a way. Okay. So um, basically, that actually helps a bit because yeah. it's a, it's a, the triple IPA is will be like around ten. We are thinking between ten point five, ten point seven. Mm. It's going to be strong anyway. Whatever you put in to masquerade <laughs> the flavor, it's going to be strong. Yeah. But uh, uh, this ingredient that we are using is a, is quite sweet. Okay. It okay. does help. It does help. And Stephen, when we were mentioned about this new series, and Jesus mentioned that for us, every every single beer or every single series need to have um, a meaning, need to have a story, need to have mm-hmm. connection. Between physically, the connection will be with ingredients that that will link all the beers together using the same ingredient. But mm. for example, this this series is called Maloka. Maloka yeah. is a word uh, used in uh, for the Latin American native, uh, and it basically means house. So okay. house <clears throat> basically for them is the whole universe, mm-hmm. their universe. So, and that universe is a connection with the nature, is a connection with the people, with the community, is a connection with the, all the elements, the sun, the rivers, uh, with the soil, 
with the vegetables, with everything. So yeah. um, this series is is inspired on that Maloka concept. Mm. That is how you can approach and how you can utilize all the all the gifts that the nature is giving you in a in a in a sensible way. So and use, it, have, and use it and use it wisely as well. And use it wisely as well. So it's it's how that um, universe that is your house. Mm -hmm. But basically, translate to the community and your environment uh, is translated. So we want to kind of create a series through these four beers that we can actually transmit that experience. Yeah. So uh, again, that's that's one of the our main focus is every single series to have that mm. connection. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's perfect, and it and in a way that that sort of taps into beer perfectly doesn't he you know like you say that everything you know that that universe and home of everything you know being sort of grateful and being mindful of of what you're using and everything coming together that that's kind of what beer is anyway isn't it? in terms of right. all, all your ingredients coming together but people coming together and appreciating everything that obviously you guys as brewers are doing so it's kind of it it sort of feeds into everything that you guys are wanting to do perfectly really doesn't it exactly exactly so that's that's the thing that, that we are hoping as I mentioned, middle of September. Mm. The plan is the plan is we will love to release all the beers at the same time. That will be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But um, the plan is that we are going to release uh, two beers first, and then hopefully after I would say four weeks, five weeks, we will release the uh, last two beers to complete the series. So by the end of the year, we will have the full series. Mm. Yeah. Out there. I mean, I mean, you, you've got you've got me with a triple IPA for sure. I mean, you, oh. you've got me there. <laughs> By the way, guys, hello. This is. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think Marcus makes it super clear with uh, how how is the concept and what what are we going forward. I'm super excited. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I'm 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 definitely uh, definitely interested to see when. Uh, when the first ones come out of there, because I'll, I'll definitely be, uh, be picking a few of those up for certain. So yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but, um, but we'll, uh, I think we'll, we'll wrap that section up again there and then we'll, we'll come back for a couple of other points before we, before we finish the show and then we'll, we'll wrap up from there. So we'll, we'll take a short pause and come back guys. Perfect, mate. Awesome. Cheers. Right, so welcome back. Welcome to the final part of the show. Um, so, guys, you you mentioned earlier that obviously you've got a a, a guy behind the scenes that, that helps you out with your uh, sort of your branding and things. Then, so do you let him sort of have free reign with it, with with the branding and the naming? Then, or is it a case of you you already have a name for what you want to call it, and you just you kind of work with him together to to design the the branding as well? Uh, well, the the guy that we got, well, he has been working for with us since what we say day one is uh is luis luis aguilar mm. he's a venezuelan as well and um we we kind of met at the same time so he's a he's um marketing uh guy as as a trade so mm. us with um with all the logo design with all the concepts of the brewery um and also we got another our main designer is um, 
He's another Venezuelan guy. <laughs> he lives in Germany, so uh, he's also working for the for the Maloca series design. Yeah. So we have been very lucky. The guy is super creative, and his style cannot be more um, identified with with what we want to um, achieve as a, as a as a as a brand and a brewery. So mm. yeah, well, basically. The thing how the process goes is that uh, we, we, we get the idea, we develop the idea, we sit down for endless hours, develop everything. And, and Luis, he got the same, the same input as us. We, 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 um, for us, it's really important, his opinion. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's involved with the decision for the design, the names, the campaign, and social media. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's basically his... It's part of the team, actually. So, so yeah, we are keeping the same the same style. Also, we are using a a, a local graphic designer, mm-hmm. Kevin Thomas. He's uh, he's based in Castleford. A great guy. He's working with us. He helped us with all the launch of the Fantastic series as a, as a full series. Mm. So he was. We have been working with him for a couple of months, and we are extremely happy with the result. And the feedback that we are getting, and yeah. uh, and and basically all these guys uh, they are working for with us for the next series. So mm. we just yeah, want yeah. to keep it that way um, for the next series in the future. We are actually we start already contact a few uh, designers here in Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Try to introduce them in for for the in the future. So to keep that um, freshness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. And I think it's good, like you say, it's great the sort of the the design that you've got for the for the Fantasticum series of of obviously you've got your animals design, obviously your pig, your your sloth and your grasshopper, but I think it's even just from those three cans you kind of get you, you see it and if you took your guy's name off of it then you'd know that it was a beer by you guys because it's what what you've come to expect. So it's nice that you kind of get that identity quite early on and people will recognize it and think oh that I, I know that design or I know yeah, that branding exactly. that stands yeah, out I think uh, the, 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 the person that has the, the big responsibility in that is Luis as <clears throat> he's the guy that <clears throat> from day one has said listen guys if we are going to do this we need to you know identify ourselves with it and you know believe on it and, 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 and what we're going to show is exactly what we what we like, what we what we want to do, and uh, I think uh, uh, Luis Falos is our translator. We come out exactly with ideas, twenty thousand mm. ideas, and uh, we start filtering from it. Uh, and, yeah, um, and yeah, I think the responsible person from it, I think, has to be Luis uh, uh, from day one, and to identify ourselves and subsequently people, all the people that will buy the beer uh, and they will enjoy in the tap room with the same idea, with the same concept, with the same thing, and, mm. and, and try to make it an experience, uh, basically. Yeah, no, sure, and, it, and it's good that you've got got somebody who you can, like you say, if you've got so many ideas that you can kind of filter out ones that are going to work and ones that might not work to then have a strong branding and, and sort of campaign yeah. that, for your beers. So you're quite fortunate that you've got that availability to do that, so... That's that's great. Yeah. You can bounce ideas off of him. Yeah, I'm praying every day for Marcos not to call me every day with new ideas. 
I suppose it's one of them things, though, that you constantly, it's in the back of your mind, isn't it? That you're, even though you might not be working or brewing that day, but you'll always be thinking about it in many ways, I suppose, won't you? Always, always. (laughs) Always. It's like uh, Jesus has mentioned that I'm called him, but he called me every five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> Marcus, I got this, I got this, and I say, mate, chill out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got 20 ideas that we are working on. No, but mm. it's, a, it's a good process, to be honest. It's a good process. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we got here a uh, big love. We got, um, we are really fortunate, you know, myself, I'm working with Jesus and working with Luis. Now we invite um, uh, Kevin Somers and, and also uh, our designer in Germany. Eduardo, mm. uh, and we are um, we are really happy that you said that uh, uh, we already kind of achieved that identity. Yeah, that personal that brand personality that for us is really important. That that again one of the things that is is was quite nice to hear because that was our main goal. That yeah. people will go when you go to a beer shop. That I I. I'm always fascinated with that. You go to a beer shop and you see those shelves full of beers. Mm. And you can have, I don't know how many breweries, you can have like 150 breweries. And all the beers are amazing. But the only thing that actually takes you to grab a beer, yeah, Mm. is the design. So that's the first thing that you do. Oh, this Mm -hmm. design is really cool. I will have a look. Yeah. Unless yeah. you specifically go to the shop to buy a specific beer that you already checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for yeah. us, for us, that's the main idea is to people to identify us through our design and, 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 and know exactly, as you said, if they remove all the names, they will say, whoa, that looks like a pickled beer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I must admit that that's when I first started getting into beer. I mean, it's a bit more in sort of informed now that I'll pick a beer up based on the label then maybe read a bit more about it but certainly when I first getting into it is that I'd pick a beer up and just buy it because of the label and not necessarily look at what it was what it had in it and that's not a disrespect to the beer but that's what drew me in and like you said that's what still draws yeah. a lot of people in it's your it's your first impression because it's the same as if you go into a, a bar or a pub that you see the pump clips first and then oh I want to try that because I like the label. I like the design. So exactly, you, you, you need to you need to stand out amongst amongst the crowd, don't you? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. A, it's, a, it's a combination. It's a combination of, of, of pretty much the design and the, the quality, the raw material that you use. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, the first as everything in social relationship and whatever. The first shot comes uh, by the eye, and then mm. uh, rest comes for, for the content and whatever is inside. And then you identify with it. Well, yeah, Big Love pretty much working on that all the time. You identify yeah. with the product, you like it, and then whatever is inside, it's gonna be good. Mm. Yeah. You know, the whole, the full thing, full grain beer, uh, and good technology and good beer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want the, the complete package, so to speak. So yeah, no, that's I get that. Um, and obviously, you guys are in the the big cans, and you're in the sort of the the four forty mil cans. Is that something that you guys are going to stick with that size can or are some of them going to be smaller cans or uh, well we at the moment we are going to stick with a 440 it's um mm-hmm. for us it's a bit more it's a bit easier at this stage that we are mm-hmm. at the moment so we start with the 330 mm. because um actually 
It was me. I remember. It was me. They say, Jesus, let's go with small cans because we can actually um, try to get a bit more. So our our first brew, and uh, and actually people love the small can, like amazing all the bars in Leeds. They say, like, actually, it's really good because perfect for the fridge that I got here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, 100% sure when we when we got our own brew kit, we will start again uh, brewing some 330. But mm. at the moment, 440. It's, yeah. it's, it's practical for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot that the, the first can that I had when I picked it up in Yorkshire Beer was actually in the, the 330 rather than the 440 because the, the one that you sent me is the, the taller can. But yeah. I forgot yes. that the, the first one was the smaller can. But it's like you say, it's from like a, I suppose, like you say, a storage capacity. People can obviously stack, double stack them, can't they? And they're easier to discover. Right. But it's, and obviously from your perspective, it means you can potentially get a, a few more yeah. cans out as opposed to having the bigger cans. But I think there's been a, a shift recently of people wanting the the bigger cans. So I think it's good yeah. that you've. It's, it's, the, it's a different market in a way because you will, for people that goes to, uh, a beer shop mm. they're expecting to buy a 440 yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. That, that's you know you, you you one of your customers for the for them is 440 as normal size but for mm. example for a bar for a small tap room mm-hmm. for them as you mentioned 330 is the perfect size so, yeah. so we want to reach that point that we got we have that balance that we can we can actually supply the same beer two sizes for two different customers, that would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. You've got the flexibility to kind of fulfill yeah. both, and haven't you? Yeah, give the flexibility yeah. to the customer so it will be more cost-effective for them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, would, you would be surprised. For, uh, we su- we're supposed to be making bottles in the beginning as well. Uh, that never happened. Uh, and the bottles were beautiful, small. Uh, well, for us, were was super perfect, but obviously, for business-wise, was not uh, ideal. So, we have to stop that. Well. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I think the the, the kind of the, the the bottle is also is pretty much shifted just purely to traditional beers now. You know, you right. don't see a lot of you yeah. don't see a lot of craft beers or breweries putting things into bottle now because I mean it's obviously as much as anything it's obviously the cost, but the the preservation of the beer and the quality of the beer obviously it it stores a lot better in a can, doesn't it? In terms of yeah. keeping it keeping it cool in the fridge and obviously conditioning it better and things like that. So yeah, you're completely it's... right. Uh, personally, I, I prefer the flavor of, of the aluminium of the beer can as it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it, and it, it's much easier, and, it, and it's easier to set now, especially. It's easier to sell a can than a bottle because you Correct. obviously. It's, I mean, you've got a sort of a bigger area for your label, which helps, but I think people are instantly questioning a bottle as opposed to a can because it's like, well, if it's a bottle, is it traditional? Is it actually a craft beer? Whereas if it's a craft beer, you expect it to, to be in a can of some variety now, don't you? Exactly, exactly. That helps yeah. the customer to understand that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's been a it's been an interesting shift, in, even just in the, the sort of the five five years that I've been drinking, really, that people were bottling now pretty much purely canning and and canning's available uh, sort of universally across the board with mobile canning machines and companies now as well aren't they so you know it's Correct. it's become a lot easier to, to can your product to, than ever before really so i can see i can see why um so, why, the, why that shift happened it's convenient the design, mm. the as well uh, big part of it um 
in a kind you can you can you can show more of your design, more of your personality as a company producer of beer than uh, a bottle. Yeah. Obviously, I think, uh, uh, especially right now, it gives you like more, more, more. Uh, it's like a canvas, pretty much uh, a big canvas. To put, mm. uh, whatever art you want to put in it, and that I think this is uh, a beautiful thing as well because it, it supports local artists, local people that, that can design, people that can put things on it, uh, and you will appreciate it in the, uh, so something as small as a can. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, definitely, it's 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 the way the industry's gone, and and hopefully that'll that'll continue. So, um, the the last the last thing that I had for you guys, um, uh, which kind of goes back into the question that I asked earlier about, obviously the breweries that you enjoy drinking from. Are there any breweries that you would like to work with, and if so, why why would you like to work with them? That's a good question. <laughs> well, for me, again, is um one thing that, that Jesus mentioned is that uh, we have never tried uh, cask live yeast mm-hmm. uh, beers. So um, yeah. we would love to collaborate with Kirk Yales and create our one big love cask live yeast beer. That's something mm. that that will be amazing. And yeah. of course, a, a really good IPA with dry and bitter. We love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to travel yeah. to Denmark just for that. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I think we are open, open for uh, any any invention, crazy thing that comes out. Uh, mm. I don't have like a favorite brewery, a favorite thing. But anybody that wants to collaborate with us, yeah, open doors. We are here. Mm. Um, um, well, uh, we have a few friends. Uh, for example, I would love to collaborate with Beer Inc., for example. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, yeah. Very kind. He invited us to his uh, tap room last year. And mm. uh, we saw his uh, brewing equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was amazing. Like, uh, the feedback. And I, I would love to sit down one day and make, make a beer with them. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. He was amazing as well. Uh, sit down with him and make some beer. Uh, and obviously, uh, whatever this life is for us at the moment will be amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think obviously, as you guys kind of get get your name out there, and obviously you get more of a, a reputation or kind of build on the reputation that you've already built. I'm sure that those those opportunities will come. But certainly, when you're um, when you're already kind of when you're brewing it quirky, I suppose the the doors already open really isn't it there to the opportunities yeah, there because i know I they are we have we have created a good bond with with uh, turkey ales um mm. we are uh, you know I, I noticed that a few days ago we have a flyer that says cheers thank you for your support for our early stage whatever whatever and mm. i was passing by through the the, the bar in in, in quirky ales and i saw the flyer just on there on the wall Mm. Uh, I really appreciate that. I would like to thank Quirky uh, Air because they've been very supportive and, mm. and very, very good people. And uh, honestly, I think we could trust everything with them. And that, that's beautiful. 
Yeah, and they're going to have really yeah. good beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I must, I must admit, I've called into their place um, a couple of times because I'm um, originally from sort of that area, so I live a bit further away oh. now, not not too far away, but um, but yeah, I've called into their their tap room a couple of times before when I've been been out and about, and it's a it's a good it's a good little space that they've got there. It's yeah, good, it good, is good bar and tap room. Good so yeah, mm, and obviously they've they've just brought their. Um, the sort of their Q squared series, a new series out of sort of more experimental beers as well. So yeah, I have been I have been meaning to go kind of grab a couple of theirs and and, and get a couple of takeouts. So I'll um, hopefully be able to go over sometime soon. But yeah, it'd be good to see if you could, um, like you say, do something cask or live yeast or something with them sometime soon. Because that'd be that'd be interesting to see. Certainly, how um, how you two would sort of harmonise together and how your beers would come through on a on a cask as opposed to in a can for sure. Yeah, no, I, I would love to 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 brew the the hop healer mm. with that yeast. I really tend to do that to see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So hopefully, it's um, it's something that we'll we'll see in the future. So we'll uh, watch this space for for that and for future collaborations, but also for your um, for your new series that hopefully will be out sort of mid to to end September, which isn't isn't that far right. away now because it's. This what start of August this weekend. So as we as we record, exactly. so yeah, so yeah. So yeah, we hope it's going to be in September. But if uh, we work hard, it could be a little bit before. So mm. uh, fingers crossed that, that yeah. we, we could materialize and put the things together uh, for all of you guys to enjoy. And and, mm. and that's the main thing: to have fun, to enjoy, and 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 to have a good time uh, and, and support local business. Yeah, that's it, and and certainly as soon as I yeah, I see them available, I'll be certainly picking them up. So I'll uh, I'll be keeping my eyes peeled for that. And obviously when your uh, when your tap room opens, when uh, we'll uh, we'll come over and come over and pay a visit as well. So I'll um I'll come over and, and see you guys again because it's like I say it's, it seems ages ago since I uh, since <laughs> yeah. I last came over. Now it was back in about February, which is it ridiculous. Was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, the yeah. thing, all this pandemic feels like that was like five years ago mm. yeah it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy it's 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 kind of the time's gone really quickly but the start of the year just seems like it was so like you say so long ago it, it's weird it's really weird but but yeah but it, thankfully it, you guys have it, it, yeah you guys have managed to kind of keep working through it and, and keep going that's that's the main thing so that's and obviously keep hopefully keep going from strength to strength and uh see you out and about uh uh, more in sort of bars and bottle shops and tap rooms in the future, yeah, so I'll exactly. uh, look forward to it. Yeah, hopefully, I'm, I'm, hopefully. I'm, 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 yeah. because, uh, the support on, on craft brewing movement, I don't know if the rest of the UK, but in Yorkshire, it's amazing. I have mm. phone calls for little shops, I don't know, let's say uh, a jeans bottle shop calling mm-hmm. us, how you guys, we are, we shut down for a moment, but we're going to go out in two weeks' time, and you know, these sort of things, you know, it's not like um, um, just purely business. It's just mm. you know, how actually to... genuinely caring about what yeah, you're doing exactly. and how you are. Exactly. Yeah, 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 and and that's nice. It, it's... It encourage you to keep working and keep doing the things better. Mm. Um, not not focusing on money all the time, but in quality, in service, which is uh, which is the main goal, I, yeah. I guess, uh, for, for for us, and it's supposed to be for a lot of industry around. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And like you say, you're building friendships rather than like just sort of business relationships. That's exactly. the thing. And to actually people ringing you and asking for you, being asking how you are, that it's it's a good sign that you're doing something right. You know, because exactly. if you 
if you weren't, they they wouldn't be putting the calls in, would they? So it's it's nice to mm-hmm. to hear that that's. And obviously, we we have a a reputation for for Yorkshire and up north that people are generally friendlier up here. So it's nice to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you'll have experienced it firsthand in in London, I suppose, living there for for a few years. That people, generally speaking, don't aren't really as polite or have as much time for each other, generally speaking. So it's, <laughs> exactly. you know, it's exactly. yeah. when I came to UK, the first thing, uh, first question somebody asked me was, "Ah, would you like to go for a pint?" And I was like, "Oh my goodness, of course." Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing, yeah. amazing over here. Yeah, you, you knew you're in the, you knew you're in the right place straight away when oh, you were. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it, and it's 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 such a good place to be as well in terms of beer and people and accessibility and things because there's so many good drinking spots in and around Leeds as well. So it's great to to have those spaces back open as well. Obviously, with as we're coming out of lockdown a bit more, to be able to go out and have a have a few drinks. So it's good that that's that's now happening yeah. so uh hopefully we'll uh, we'll keep on that track and won't get locked down again anytime soon that's the uh that's, that's the main the, goal correct yes exactly mate exactly right so i think beyond that that pretty much brings us to the end of the show guys so thank All you right. thank, right, you, thank you, you very much for coming on it's it's been a pleasure to to have you both on the show and uh, like i say hopefully i'll be able to come over and see you guys sometime soon when you your new beers and your tap rooms out but uh, I, I appreciate your time and, and coming on it's been it's been great to have you both on no oh, brilliant mate thank you very much for 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 the invitation first and 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 thank you for your support since you are supporting us from day one so we will always appreciate that and, uh, and uh, mm. we are really happy to be on your podcast yeah no it's it's great and then that's the it's it's great to have you on and obviously the intention is that beforehand but even more so now is to put focus on you guys and support local breweries and small businesses because without you guys and other businesses alike we wouldn't have the great beer that we've got and you obviously with with these sort of uncertain times it's it's good to see that not many people have been greatly impacted by it but without people's support obviously it'd be it could be potentially a lot worse exactly it's it's nice to to see the support coming through Good focus, good focus on that, yeah, because, uh, yeah, thank you very much, mate. No, no, you, you're welcome. So, the last thing to ask then, guys, is where, where can people find information about Pig Love on sort of Facebook, Instagram and the like? Where, where can they find you? Yeah, well, we got we got our website. It's our online shop. Fortunately, mm-hmm. we sold out, <laughs> but all the information <laughs> is there. It's, a, it's a piglove.com, uh, the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they can find us in our own Instagram. It's a uh, mm-hmm. Big Love Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is Big Love Brewing Co. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the information, newsletters, everything they can find in there. Perfect. Love this uh, stuff. And, and... They can send, and also they can send us uh, messages uh, through the online shop. Uh, mm-hmm. Any inquiries and everything, they can send an email to contact at Big Love Brewing dot com mm-hmm. requests any questions we are more than happy that answer through our email address yeah Perfect. obviously uh, when the tap room is open all welcome whatever any question any ideas on, on brewing or whatever please let us know mm-hmm. lovely and I'm, and I'm sure that people when once they know the space is open will be 
desperate to to get some good beer and, and try somewhere new. So I'm sure that once once that's open, that people will be looking out on on your social media channels and certainly mine once it's open. Like I say, I'll be sharing information about it and coming over. So um, once it's all up and running, I'll um, I'll be sure to to share it so people can come and uh, see you guys and check some beers out for sure. So uh, so yeah, guys, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So um, but yeah, but thanks again for for coming on. So um, the only other thing to say is for anybody who's not following myself by now um my instagram handle is points underscore underscore of sorry that's wrong points underscore of underscore brew had uh i'd have had people going to the wrong the wrong channel then that would have been all right so uh so yeah so uh if anybody's not following by now please if you if you could do so follow myself and follow the the guys at pig love as well because any support would be appreciated um but yeah but thanks again guys and uh hopefully i'll uh, speak to you again soon thank you very much mate awesome. thank, thank you, you.